Hey uh, this is an exciting time and it is an exciting time that is also very complicated and hard to navigate. So breaking that down a little bit today, what that means, why, oh, Hannah, you say you're so happy and life is messy and complicated. How confusing. I am extremely happy. My brain, my soul, my whole self has never been this engaged in my life in every facet. Um, <laughs> and that's really what I was asking for, like to be able to, to give and, and make a difference and do it all in the same vein, like not have to <laughs> do that in 10 different ways to feel fulfilled. Like I wanted it to all just be aligned with who I was and how I wanted to participate in life. And I feel like I'm there, but the process of getting there and the right now of there means that some things that I have been really good at before have had to fall by the wayside just to survive this moment of life. And now that I'm at a place where like, okay, we didn't sink and we kind of have a process and plan for this. And I feel better about that. And now I can find things that allow me to regain some of that life control, those things that are staples and really important in my life, regain and do more of those things. But it took a whole lot of of balance. And right now it means that I'm looking for different solutions to those problems than I ever have been before. Usually I'm the planner. I have to make the plan and make it happen in order for me to buy in to do it. And I'm not in a place in my life where that's possible right now. And it's okay, right? Like there are just things in my life right now that I have to give the reins to someone else and buy into that until I can take them back. Or maybe I never do because they're just better at that. And it's just a really interesting way that life sort of waves back and forth and how different life looks when you are building a business, doing those those hard, extremely hard things and finding a way to balance all that is life while doing that. So let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes and rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some 
crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey yo! Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. I'm your host, Anna, <laughs> and let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Uh, my great thing is continuing. Um, as I write what was one of the periods that was hardest to make it through, um, I, I'm, I'm in a period of life where I feel like, holy cow, that was so worth holding out for. Um, and I, I see this a lot and I'm really, really excited to, to hit on what was my body, the universe, everything just saying like, you gotta do this, you gotta do it. And I hit on it lightly in my first book, just that your, your, your body, the world, everything starts working against you in actually for you, but it feels like against because it's trying to get you to do the thing that you are not otherwise going to do. And, uh, you know, I know going through that moment, I was saying, please don't do that. Why, 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 why? And I've gotten better at just going with it. Like, this is the world working for you. Um, <laughs> I definitely had to take a pause and remember that this winter um, at points and realize that a lot of times this, even in our struggles, it is the universe forcing your hand to make these hard decisions, to choose these paths that are more difficult, but more plentiful, more aligned, more in tune with where you want to go. And so now that I'm at the season and writing back on this period of life, I am so grateful that I stayed the course. Um, so grateful to have the support system that I have that's, that pushed me to stay the course. I know that I had a lot of conversations with my husband who would come home from work and just be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have no idea. And he'd be like, okay, how are you going to make money? And I would say, I have no idea. Um, but I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I, I, I don't know which idea is going to work. I don't know which idea to go with. I know that I want to write books. I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to really even podcast, but I'm, I'm at least doing that and I'm trying to figure out the rest and I have no idea. And he would just always come back with like, this is a better you. So you got to just keep going. 
And I would be like, I know, but it's it's a huge strain and and risk for our family. Are you sure? And he would hesitantly, <laughs> right? Because I just keep saying like, I'm going to figure this out. And he'd come home and sometimes I'd be napping or sometimes I'd just be watching a show and I'd have no idea like what I'm supposed to be doing. Because I will say that once you pull the reins back or once you just like open yourself up to life and feeling and exploration, it's a lot. It's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you could do. And when you give yourself the open air, to explore anything like it's hard and even made even harder. I would say compounded by doing that all by yourself. You know, as someone who is extremely social, this period, this portion of life was the impossible portion for me. Um, Pulling back from anyone, everyone, and everything so that I could figure out who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. That's crazy. Um, That not possible without a support system who would just keep coming back and saying, I know, I believe that you're going to figure this out. I believe in you. And I would say the bigger majority of the time, right? We're not perfect in that. I would say it's probably pretty hard to come home and see just like what inevitably some days looked like a couch potato, Um, you know, so I'm sure on those days there were frustrations like, Hannah, if you want to do this, you're going to have to work. I don't think you understand that. And I'm like, no, I, I am working. It's just like, what am I supposed to be working on? And and how do you actually entrepreneur? And how do you like use this brain that I have to its full its advantage? This makes perfect sense, but making sense of it is the hard part, right? And I had to build my own systems that would work for me. And I had to build something that didn't exist before. And I had to build programs and products that worked for people that and I would say not even people, me, right? <laughs> and now all that struggle and sacrifice makes sense and feels so great to be here. But uh, today my great thing is celebrating the survival of those moments when leaving was the easier choice. You know? There were a lot of opt-out moments. There were moments where people like were like, no, come over, do this thing. And I'm like, Ugh, I know, right? That makes so much sense too. And then I would always come back to like, we don't want to get back to a place where we have to market ourselves into loving our lives, right? Like, I want to wake up. The other day, someone saw me driving and they were like, (laughs) someone who knows me, but doesn't know, know me. And (laughs) they were like, did you see me? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh my gosh. I I saw you and I was instantly happy because you just had this huge smile on your face. 
And I thought maybe you were waving at me, but now that you say you didn't see me, I'm like, wow, are you just always that happy? And no, not all the time. Um, But a bigger majority of the time than I ever have been in my adult life. Right. And that's what this is really all about. And that this season that I'm experiencing right now is not something that's possible without that season of sacrifice and without that season of blind trust in the universe, in all of the signs, in listening to your own body. Like, I can't wait to write the chapter on holy crap, my heart keeps beating out of my chest and I've gone to a bunch of doctors and nobody can quite pinpoint why, but like my body is even resisting this, right? This dissonance, this this want to be somewhere else and try something else and this constant coming back to what is holding me back from going after that. And like, man, it's crazy how sometimes the entire universe is trying to rip you away from this thing that you know you won't leave otherwise. Yeah. And everything that made perfect sense forever, all of a sudden starts going haywire. And no matter how you try to fix it, correct it, convince yourself that it's gonna be okay, something else goes wrong and then another thing and then like something so huge that you can no longer ignore that this is where you're being pointed. And oh, that was such a hard period. And I'm so thankful for the people who kept pushing me, mostly just my husband, because honestly, like I kind of just retracted myself from the world and had to decide where I wanted to end up and had to decide that maybe the world and the way that it works right now isn't what what and where I would end up if I had a choice. But how can I impact that world? How can I change it, right? And how can I take care of what's right in front of me versus trying to start with changing the world? And that's really (laughs) where I am today. And that was not a path that I was thinking I would take three years ago when I, I, I made that exit, I made that choice to finally listen before <laughs> I was caused any more pain. And gosh, I'm so grateful. That is my greatest thing was that leap. And the continuation to explore and listen to the universe as it kept kind of urging me to where I am now, pushing me and prodding me down that path. And, you know, I don't know where we'll end up from here, but I know every single time that there is a friction point, that there is something that is not working easily with flow 
it is generally trying to put you to work to make a decision. And the last time that I was not in flow, the decision that had to be made was the decision to start this foundation, to really grow and align local with what it is, the work that it's meant to be doing. And I'm so excited for how everything is working out. (sighs) I think it's just crazy. Um, Yeah, I think it's crazy. I really do. And I am crazy grateful to be here doing the work that I am and knowing that that sacrifice, that, that change, that willingness to just listen changed everything. And the willingness to persevere through that. That was not an easy moment of life. But that moment and that willingness and my husband's willingness to just say, like, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're going to figure it out. I trust that you're going to figure this out. I believe that you're going to figure this out. Will you figure this out? How long is it going to take you to figure this out? (laughs) Which I'm still, I think he still has those thoughts, um, but has been a forever supporter of me and what I can do. And I could not be more grateful for a partner like that. So uh, that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. This is the moment of life that I am in. It is like, it's crazy. Think of, I like to think of this this moment, this period, the first year of building a business, and what I will probably figure out is the first 10 years of building a business like this <laughs> is like bringing home a newborn, right? You are just reacting to what it's giving you, and that is changing every day, every single day. And it's growing and it needs to eat more. And you're the one who produces the food. And you're the one who makes all the decisions on whether they're going to play with wooden toys or plastic toys and whether they're going to eat organic or non-organic or whether they're going to have diapers or cloth diapers or you're going to have warm wipes or wet cold wipes or whether or not they're going to co-sleep or sleep in a crib. Here's here's how that sounds for a business. Whether or not you're going to use POS systems or cash, whether you're going to offer both, whether you're going to offer neither, which probably wouldn't be successful, whether you're going to grow and expand, whether you're going to stay right here, whether you're going to choose to find a new space, whether you're going to outgrow the space that you're in, whether you're going to keep looking to how you can grow revenue streams, whether you're going to add new product lines, whether you're going to help with this, whether you're going to help with that, whether you're going to build that next thing, whether you're going to run that class, whether you're going to everything all the time, everything is changing, everything is growing. And I would say if you're doing it right, you're building based on what people's needs and expectations are. And if you're building in that way, then imagine a newborn with colic, because 
that's essentially what you're talking about. Like, holy crap, this baby won't stop crying. Holy crap, this business won't stop growing. Because we're responding, right? We have to just keep responding to the crying baby. We have to keep responding to the growing and expanding business. And it is exhausting. Like the most inspiring, the reason that I'm just smiling all the time is because this is exactly what I wanted when I left my job. Like something that would keep me engaged and moving and growing and innovating and making an impact and making a difference all in the same thing, right? If I could do that at the same time and I could be in a place where I could also involve my family and kids and community and make a difference and have my kids see that and see that in me, right? Like, and build something that they could someday take over if they wanted to. Um, cool, right? Like next level cool. I mean, if someone was going to buy me a cool mom sweatshirt, I'm just saying they could, um, just, so they, they just could. Um, <laughs> cool, right? And I I wanted to 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 do that. And I wanted to to have something like this. And <clears throat> I It's, it's hard. It's really hard. And we have to keep in mind that not only is that building that business a part of this, there's still this business that I'm building, which is this podcast and my writing career. (laughs) And, you know, that's a whole nother thing that is growing and changing and um (laughs) it's another big I have twins I have twins y'all oh my gosh I'm so blessed (laughs) and they both have colic oh my gosh I'm so blessed (laughs) but this is really the the merriment of all the things that I wanted, that I asked for. I wasn't asking for entrepreneur. I was asking for serial and social entrepreneurship. And that's built different, right? That it's different. And um, it is, it is so much work. It really is. And so I'm at this really interesting period of my life where Things that I have always been good at have to just be easy. Like, I can't think and put a plan together for anything else, right? Like, my plan building is is going to the babies. And that's 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 imagine newborn life, right? If you've ever had kids and if you haven't, Newborn life is basically like throw every every plan out the window and just respond and build based on that. And if baby changes tomorrow, you'll be so glad that you did not make a big, huge plan, that you just kind of figured it out and kept going. And so 
as I figure things out and keep going, I have to build plans around things that are going to stick. And so this is no different from a baby, right? As the baby kind of gets into this life, you start to build a plan that's going to stick. So once we figure out that like seven o'clock bedtime works better to put baby down after. And if we do a bath before that, it's even better. And here's this kind of plan that we're building based on baby's needs. And as that changes and sways, we build new plans and that's so great. And so I'm doing that every single day with all the things that I'm doing. And so things that I used to be great at and used to be able to make plans for, I just can't anymore. And so a lot of things just have to be automatic. A lot of things have to rely on um, my husband and my kids right now like the maintenance and cleaning of our home um, because I'm inevitably the mother of twins and they both have colic. And when I get home at night, like my brain just needs to turn all the way off if that's possible. And most of the time it is, but Usually I can't do one more thing because I've done a million and one today. And the babies are still crying most nights when I get home. It's like, if they can just, right, like essentially, can they just lay on the floor for a little bit or like in one of those rocker swings, even if they're not sleeping, can they at least just be quiet for long enough that I can sit down? And that's how I feel when I get home. Like, I just sit down and respond to no one and nothing for an hour. And I love weekends where I get to go (laughs) to volleyball tournaments or, or softball tournaments or dance things because that's like, that's my reprieve that's when I just get to just show up and, and, and be right there. And the babies are at the babysitter. (laughs) Thank goodness. And that doesn't mean that those people are not still coming in right with the ideas, with the needs. Um, they're, they're always, you know, on, on social media or in my email inbox or coming into the shop when I'm not there. So I know that I'm coming back to like more, more (laughs) colic and crying. Um, but I know that I also just need these, these moments to rest and recover and let the babies just sit in the swing for a little bit and it's okay. And, um, I, have learned that even though I've kind of put myself on the back burner, which, hey, that's what mothers do, right? (laughs) If we had two twin colicky babies, we just might not shower for a while uh, and it'll be okay. And you're going, well, that's not, well, that is, that is just how it works. Okay. And businesses are no different. Um, And we can say that's not a healthy balance, all that we want. But like at the end of the day, 
is everybody fed? And we don't have to be happy, but is everybody just okay? And sometimes that's that's the best that we can go for that day. And for a business, is everybody paid? <laughs> and are the lights still on? And maybe that's the best we can do for today. And does the shop look okay? Is it still standing? And that's the best we can do today. Um, and we're grateful for that. So I have been looking for things that make that process of taking care of myself automatic. And traditionally, I am like really great at this, at making plans, at making plans so the house stays in shape and and sticking to those plans. But because I haven't been able to get into a habit with it, with any of it, because I got the colicky babies and it's hard to get in schedule when you're just responding to the needs of these things <laughs> in business, uh, not babies. And so it's been hard. So now I know, okay, I know that I need to get, get back to taking care of my body and my soul and um, my food, and my nutrition and I know that these things are very important. I know that. And what are processes that can just take the thinking out and get the job done? Because I can't not plan one more thing. I just, I can't right now. I would love to be in a place where I could, but right now ease and automation in this portion of my life is vital. And here's the deal. Because I'm falling short of that, and I'm traditionally really good at that, like staying in shape, maintaining my health, eating food that that <laughs> feeds my body, um, because I'm really good at that, this feels like something I am failing at every single day, right? Because it's something that I, I actually am good at. And it is hurting other things right? Because anytime that we feel like a failure, we're going that that's in the back of our mind, no matter what. And I am very easy on myself when it comes to that, because I'm just going, Hey, you got twin colicky business babies. It's okay. Just keep going. You'll get through this fog. And that is one of the things that I always tell new moms and dads, just like, you're in survival mode, so don't be hard on each other. Neither of you are sleeping. Neither of you are eating what you're used to eating. Like, you're responding to this never-ending, and this will probably be my business recommendation, too. Like, you're responding to this never-ending life hog for at least the first year. So just be super understanding of one another, because you're not going to be your best this first year. <laughs> Set very low expectations for each other and you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Um, and that's really where I've been with myself. And now I'm at this place where, okay, 
we kind of have this process automated here at work. We're figuring out a lot more. That feels great. Now I think I have room to add this thing, but planning and execution can't be a part of that. Like I got to be able to show up, put on my shoes and get it done. Just like with food, I got to be able to buy the groceries and pack the lunch inevitably and get it done. But like, I can't think about what, what I need to order and sit down and make this beautiful plan. Cause I, I can't, even if I had time, my brain capacity cannot handle planning and managing one more thing right now. And even if I've been great at it and I'm not right now, it's okay. But how can I get better at it tomorrow? And I will tell you getting better at, at planning and executing is not something I'm capable of doing right now. and probably won't be for a little while. So I have to start looking at things that make and take the automation and ease portion away from me having to do that for myself. In certain portions of life right now. And being able to identify where I need to do that, how I need to do that, where I can do that, look for those specific things right now is really important. And I am really excited for um, that moment in time (laughs) and that ability to do that. So... I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how much life flexes, especially in that first year as a parent and building a company is no different. And these are things and automations that I never thought that I would need because I'm actually good at them, but it's not my moment to be great at that. It is my moment to allow someone else to take that role for me right now, if that's available. And I'm really excited about that um, because I think it'll bring a lot more balance. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.